Live from the CBS studios in San Francisco, I'm Brian Hackney. And I'm Andrea Nakano. We'll get to the latest on the government's plan for Silicon Valley Bank. But first, the Bay Area is bracing for another atmospheric river. It could bring more widespread flooding to the Bay Area. This is what it looked like in Menlo Park this morning with flooded streets in one neighborhood. Right now, we are seeing some showers, but nothing like what's on the way. Let's get right to first alert meteorologist Aaron Pack with what to expect. Aaron? Pictures right there, guys, are so important in terms of the risk for Tuesday morning because we've got conditions primed already here. The ground's already saturated. We've already got street flooding, and the widespread heavier rain hasn't gotten here yet. That's going to show up on Monday night. We can look at first alert Doppler now. You see plenty of scattered showers, and the future cast shows us we might get a few more of those tonight into tomorrow morning, but then on Monday night, it looks very different. That's the next storm. And as we get into Tuesday morning, that's going to be prime time. If you look at those shades of orange and look at the time, that gets us into Tuesday morning just as we're getting to the morning commute. This is the point where we're going to be seeing some of the most widespread steady rain that's going to be able to add up. It's going to go for several hours because it'll start a little after midnight, and it's going to rain pretty continuously through like probably 9 or 10 in the morning. It's not downpours but it's persistent, just like the last one. And this will have enough rain in that period of time. We're going to compound the flooding concerns. So it is a, a street issue, low-lying intersections. that could happen anywhere in the Bay. But there are then bigger issues for streams and creeks. We'll talk about who needs to be on guard for that in particular, Bay Area-wide. Got to talk about the wind as well. I'll see you with all of that in a few minutes, guys. Back to you. All right, thanks, Darren. Flooding is intensified in Monterey County tonight, and officials say it's not the first time to fix the break in the levee. Or rather, they don't have time to fix the break in the levee. Sorry about that. You can see the town underwater. People who had decided to stay are now wading through flood water trying to get out. Dalin joins us live now from Pajara with the latest on evacuations and the upcoming threat of more rain. Da? Yeah, I'm standing on Salinas Road. This is the main street that goes right through Pajaro. But as you can see, the farther you go, the deeper the water is. And even though county officials say the water levels are rising, a lot of folks are still refusing to leave. They want to protect their homes from looters. These are some of the people who refuse to evacuate. Some streets are higher up compared to the rest of the community. Neighbors were walking on those streets to survey the damage and check on neighbors. If the lights go out, the gas is gone, that's when we'll probably leave. Yeah, but everything's still on. 15-year-old Carlos and his family live on the second floor of this apartment complex. They're surrounded by water. My parents were concerned about me and my siblings and, and possibly the robbers get into their houses. Yeah, that's what they were mostly concerned about. They say looters came to the community during the last evacuation order in January. Carlos says, like many families in Pajaro, his parents are farm workers with little money. They want to protect the little they have. We're okay. We, we have lots of food. Another family that tried to stick it out decided there was nothing left to protect. 15-year-old Angel Escudia and his father Juan got on a Monterey County Sheriff's rescue boat Sunday afternoon. When we left the house, it was all the way up to our waist. Angel says the water destroyed everything in the house and three family cars parked outside. We just decided to stay so they wouldn't take our stuff. We thought the water would go down this morning, but we, this morning we started to notice it's kind of going like more up. It was getting deeper. 
This is all they have, a few bags of clothes and a few pairs of shoes. Even though they lost everything, they still have each other and their dog, Lucky. Well, I was glad we got out safe. Monterey County officials say once they get a break from the storms, they plan to use rocks and other materials to stop this levee breach about three miles east of Pajaro. Not only is Pajaro underwater, nearby Highway 1 is also shut down. Authorities say they don't know when they can reopen it. We can rebuild this clean up the streets and be back to normal. Injuries so far, but county officials say first responders have so far rescued about 200 people from their homes. Now, we understand it'll take a long time. We're talking about days and possibly weeks before folks can allow to come back to their homes. County officials simply don't know when this water will recede and allow folks to come back. I'll send it back to you, Brian, Andrea. Right. Okay, Duh, thanks very much. Now, this isn't the first time the Pajaro River levee has failed. Back in 1995, two people died when a breach left thousands of acres of Pajaro community submerged in water. The flooding caused nearly $100 million in damage. A state law passed in 2021 to fund a levee project. It was scheduled to start construction in 2025. State Senator John Laird was a leader behind that bill and spoke to us about the unlucky timing with this year's storm. These extreme weather events after a drought are really a function of the changing climate. In many ways, our infrastructure was built for a climate that no longer exists. And this breach of the levee in Watsonville just makes that case. This week's storm is California's 10th of this winter. At the same time, there are currently no active evacuation orders up in Santa Cruz County, just a little bit to the north. The county said floodwaters there that were at dangerous levels the past couple of days have since receded. But of course, there is more rain on the way. And up in the immediate Bay Area, flooding today on the Nimitz Freeway shut down both directions of traffic in Fremont. There was also a mudslide at the Thornton Avenue overpass. Two southbound lanes have since reopened, but the northbound side remains completely flooded. And on the peninsula, Highway 84 is shut down near Skylanda. New pictures show just how bad the damage on the road is, with the highway buckling in a number of places. No word yet on when they're going to get that fixed. The U.S. government announced it's taking steps to assure deposit holders at the failed Silicon Valley Bank will have access to their money tomorrow. The news from the Treasury Department comes hours before global markets are set to open. Christian Benavides with more on concerns that the fallout of the bank's problems could spread. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen approved measures aimed at fully protecting all depositors of Silicon Valley Bank. The Sunday evening announcement says depositors of the failed California bank will have access to all their money starting Monday. Secretary Yellen today approved actions enabling the FDIC to complete its resolution of Silicon Valley Bank in a manner that fully protects all depositors. The Treasury Department adds that no losses associated with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank will be shouldered by taxpayers. Earlier on CBS's Face the Nation, Yellen tried to calm rattled investors, saying Washington is working to help depositors who are worried about their money after the bank's stunning collapse. I've been working all weekend with our banking regulators to design appropriate uh, policies to address this situation. The American banking system is really um, safe and well capitalized. It's resilient. 
The FDIC, which took control of the bank after its sudden failure, insures deposits up to $250,000. But many tech companies and wealthy individuals had significantly greater amounts with the bank and urged the government to step in to head off wider problems. I think the U.S. banking is secure. I don't think this is a systemic risk. Also Sunday, the Federal Reserve Board announced it will make available additional funding to eligible depository institutions to help assure banks have the ability to meet the needs of all their depositors. And New York-based Signature Bank has become the second bank in just days to close. They have a location on Mission Street in San Francisco. New York regulators today said they took possession of the bank to protect the bank's customers. With more than $110 billion in assets, Signature Bank is the third largest failure in U.S. history. Silicon Valley Bank is the second largest. Now, the NCAA tournament revealed their 68-team bracket this afternoon, and one Bay Area school is headed to the big dance. Vern Glenn joins us now with the details. Vern? Well, what are you doing Friday about 11 a.m.? Well, you could catch the lone local men's basketball team. Trust me, folks, I'm over here. And there's Randy Bennett. He's the head coach of the St. Mary Gales. He is headed to March Madness along with his Gales. They're going to play 12 seed Virginia Commonwealth. Friday late morning. That'll be the Albany, New York region. Tell us why this team can make a run in March. Uh, the same reason I just told you, because our, our senior leadership is really good. And we'll, we'll be all about team. There, there'll be, there's nobody going off on their own, on their own selfish agenda. It, they won't do that. Like I, I can trust them to the highest level on that. All right, so there might be some folks in Moraga and the surrounding areas that might call in sick late Friday morning. Hey, we have a late ad. The Stanford women are in the NCAA tournament. They will play a Friday game hosting as, a, as the lone West Coast number one seed. They will be hosting the winner of Southern and Notre Dame. Time to be announced. Hmm, so Friday is going to be a big day. Yeah, it is. All it right. is. It'll be a day to... <laughs> Oh, God, I don't feel so good. Yeah, I don't <laughs> feel in. good now. 